welcome to the Zenial Mom Podcast, where we podcast about being Zenial Moms. <laughs> I'm Carrie. I'm Amy. <laughs> and we join you here from Studio so... Z on a cold Maine winter night. Yes. And Amy, I just checked Scott Holmes. Yeah. Instagram. He is not oh, updated. Oh, you little stalker. I know. <laughs> he has not updated it since October 2nd, 2019. Well, you know what, Carrie? I think you should send him a message and be like, Scott, we love you. Could you reach out to us, please? Oh, now it's starting to feel awkward. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. that. Oh, my gosh, my head. We'll get through this one. <laughs> Amy and I are both not feeling well. well I feel you. like me, it started settling in today. Like, I was driving back from New York. I yeah. started to feel the scratchy throat. And I'm like, oh, no. And, of course, the news is all hyped up with oh, the coronavirus. Yes. Yep. You're fine. It's not. It's, it's all good. There well, were... there's three cases in New York now. But not in but they didn't Albany say... in the... Well, the article didn't okay. say. They could have been in Albany. Albany's more metropolitan than you Here, think. I will look it up while you keep talking. How's that? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to talk about, except if you are anywhere where there's near the coronavirus, or even without the coronavirus, just practice good hygiene. Wash your hands, hand sanitizer, cough in your sleeve, not in people's faces. Same thing for the flu. Hey, That's flu what I mean. It doesn't either. matter whether you have coronavirus or not. Just practice good hygiene. Nobody wants your germs, whether Nobody it's coronavirus or germs. just the cold. Well, see, now, wait a minute. This website... One of the news networks, this one is CNN, is saying... What did what CNN have to CNN say? CNN is saying a second case of the virus has been identified in the U.S. So there's only been two. This one's in Chicago. I heard about the Chicago, which my best friend lives in Chicago. Yeah. And the other one was Washington State. I knew about the Washington State one. It said that the guy... Was it a guy? Did they say guy or just Yes, guy. That he's feeling better. That yes. he's not... He's not going to die of the coronavirus. So there's also 63, and this is as of uh, 10 p.m. on a Friday, there's also 63 people from 22 states under investigation. 11 of the 63 have tested negative. Only two tested positive. So I think you're okay there, Carrie. It was an article on Facebook, but I don't remember where it came from, so I'm not, I'm too lazy to try to track it down on my phone. But it said three, but it didn't say where in New York. And this is happening during Chinese New Year, which is like the highlight of the year for them. So that's I know a I was watching a few YouTube clips about this virus, and one of them was the CNN reporting, and there was a woman who went to Wuhan to sell like souvenirs and stuff, sure. and she was worried. But at the same time, she says, "I bought these souvenirs. I can't take the hit." And she goes, "My family wants me to go back home." Oh, jeez. And and the news reporter said that woman broke his heart. She Aww. just felt really bad for her. It's not an easy situation at all, and it's, I don't know. We find out now, more about this stuff with I all the... Now I feel bad that we did not research. I think it's the year of the rat. Is it? Th okay, I'm looking it up. What year is it? What does that mean, anyway? The I'm year? not exactly sure. What is 2020 the It's the Chinese year of the rat. Go. It is the year of the rat. You I are told right. you. All right, let's look this up, because this is a new thing. Rats, luck, and why you should... Okay. I, I know you and I were both born during the year of the horse. Huh. What does that mean? We need to pay attention more. I think what China Hill has the... Well, uh, I, don't... I think we... Yeah. Let's see. Next 12 months. Blah, 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 blah. Dodge crying children. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> then I'm gonna, oh, I don't know goodness. what I'm going to do because my kid cries. My kid's oh. emotional. Doing any of that on 
January 25th, the day Chinese New Year falls in 2020, will lead to bad luck for the entire year. So apparently on the 20... Uh, what day is Tomorrow. It? Tomorrow. Okay. In fact, as we record this, that's an hour and 40 minutes away. Okay. So we are to I've avoid been... washing clothes, using scissors, sweeping floors, crying children, and it says on the extreme end of the scale, women might find it difficult to avoid leaving the house all day. Wait, I'm not supposed to leave the house tomorrow? Yes. I'm... Yeah, so there's a bunch of omens, basically, that you're supposed to avoid tomorrow. Don't sweep tomorrow, Carrie. I can do all that. I don't know about the... I, I don't know if I can make my daughter happy all day. She's five. You can do it. Uh, I don't know. So I'm trying to see... She has a strong personality and a flair for the... Corey, da, 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 da. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out personality of the rat oh so people born in the year of the rat are characterized as smart resourceful and quick-witted they have great imaginations and make sharp observations with the ability to take advantage of several opportunities so that is what happens when you are born in the year of the rat now we know and so anyone who celebrates <laughs> chinese new year now you know. have a happy chinese new year have a, have a happy year of the rat. my my best friend is chinese american the last year oh, i good grief I messaged her after the fact. I said, I'm so sorry. I didn't wish you a happy Chinese New Year. She said, eh, I didn't remember until somebody at work, <laughs> another lady at work said Happy New Oops. Year. So oh, I'll have to make goodness. sure tomorrow to wish her a Happy New yeah. Year. Boy, we are dragging today. And actually, it's it's interesting. We have an interesting topic to talk about today. I know. And I feel like like a lot of our topics, it could lead to other topics. Yes, definitely. Because... I do think that some of the stuff we talk about might piss some people off, but I'm yeah. kind of okay with it because yeah. we're saying stuff that needs to be said. Sure. And it, the thing is, it's, it's our opinions. We welcome yours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that up here in Maine? Yeah. What was his name? Uh, what was that? Um, it was, was a TV commercial. Name? No, it was at the end of the newscast. It was this older guy yes, who would come on and give an editorial our opinion. opinion. We that's, welcome yeah, yours. Yeah, we'll welcome yours. Yes. He and died, though, didn't he? I have no idea. Probably. Probably. He was old back then. Um, but it, it's true. I welcome mean, yours. Our podcast is just us talking and how we feel about things and how we look at From the world. From our unique and... Zenial. But even like yes. on the Zenial, we, we aren't shy about the fact that we're on the Gen X side of Zenial. We are. We're, we're a subcategory within a subcategory. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, so what, what we were... like labels so much. We double label. <laughs> double us. label everything. That's that's Earth signs and that's Carrie. <laughs> we're Gen X. It's a Zenial. That's a Gen X. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that made my head hurt. Um, but what we thought about today was um, so this this kind of came up because I was having a conversation with one of my gaming friends today, and he's like, "Oh, hey, we." we've always avoided talking about politics because we have a lot in common. We like to chat and whatnot. And I was like, Oh, you're right. We do avoid politics. So we start getting into the question of political beliefs. Who do you vote for? Are you part of a party? Like all this stuff. And what I found unique about the conversation was, and granted this was all in text message, but which you lose, so... you, lo you lose some context there, but it was civil. We listened to each other. We, allowed each other to expand upon our views and find commonalities and 
look at our differences and just kind of not argue with each other, but say, well, you know, I think this because, or I think this because. And it was, it was a lovely civil conversation. That's so rare. And it's rare. And that's why when you and I were chatting about what we were going to talk about tonight, I went, well, you know what? We, we should talk about how difficult it is in this day and age to have a civil conversation on hot topic issues. Which that alone is a hot topic issue. Yeah. No, No, I think you're absolutely right. We've gotten to the point and I'm sitting here and I cannot find the anecdote. I'm going to have to reread her book because I got back from New York, grabbed this book off my shelf and Mm -hmm. I can't find the quote, but, um, I'm a huge Brene Brown fan. I think everybody should read everything she ever wrote and watch her Ted talk on vulnerability. I do need to watch that. Yes. This is her fourth book. Braving the Wilderness. Let us know, let us know, listeners, if you have read her book and what you think of it, which you can do that on our Facebook yes. or Instagram, Zenial Mom Podcast. Uh, you can tweet us at Zenial Mom Pod, or you can even email us old school at Zenial Mom Podcast at gmail.com. Woohoo! Um, if anyone else is a Brene Brown fan, I really want to hear her speak someday. Um, so this is her fourth book, and I could have sworn that the anecdote came from this book. Do you remember roughly what it was? I can talk about the anecdote. Yes, I just can't quote it. it. That's okay. We know it's from her one of her books. Braving the Wilderness. Maybe it was in Rising Greatly. I'll find it. I have all our books. They're actually on my bookshelf. Well, what you can do is after the podcast, sometime this weekend before we push it, why don't you find it and we will put it on our blog. Well, considering tomorrow's Chinese New Year and I'm not supposed to leave the house, well, I get some time to look. Exactly. Perfect. So tell me about it though. So this book, Brave in the Wilderness, is about going out there and actually making connections and belonging and, um, like her point, there's a lot of good points in it, but like belong, belonging is not a passive thing. You have to put, mm. just like everything in life, what you put That's in is what you get out. Yeah. And she talks about, and I don't know if it's this book or another book. She tells a story about how she's, there's some other moms at school mm-hmm. and they're talking about the issue with guns, sure. which is a hot topic issue. And okay. she's not extreme on either side she okay. comes from a family of hunters where she thinks some regular personally she thinks some regulations are good okay she comes from a family of hunters so she's not 100 percent. we should ban all guns okay the other two moms in this conversation were 100 percent anti-gun Ooh. and when they started to ask her opinion like oh you're one of them you're not oh. with us and she said and Brene says in her and, well, I don't know if it's this book or one of her other books. Yeah. These issues are too important. This us versus them prevents right. the conversations we need to have. Mm-hmm. And these conversations are too important. And I think, I forget, oh, I gotta find it. The um, Her response was just like, about, you know, when you're ready to have a real con- I'm not going to engage unless you want to have a real conversation about this. Yeah. Well, you see that a lot. I mean, we really have an us versus them mentality on so many issues right now. I remember reading the Me Too movement and how they were doing some sort of a march and they were inviting all these women and it was a big thing. And one of the women brought in a group and she got excluded when they learned that she was pro-life. They're like, no, no, you can't be part of this 
movement about sexual harassment and, you know, women speaking up and having a voice and not being, you know, a sharing of all the traumatic things that women had gone through, you can't be a part of that movement. Okay, yeah, you may have had that similar experience, but you can't be part of us because you don't believe in these five other things that we believe in that have nothing to do with being, you know, uh, sexually assaulted or harassed by men. And I was, I read that and I went, whoa, 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 whoa. Just because she doesn't think alike on abortion with you does not mean that she doesn't have the same commonality that you're currently uh, protesting and having, trying to engage in national dialogue about. And that was really frustrating to me. And you see that constantly. It's funny you say that. Because I think I, I fit in that same category. Okay. I know. Let the hate mail come in. <laughs> <laughs> well, explain. But, like, just me personally, I'm Catholic. And sure. Even though I don't believe it's a black and white issue. Like, of I think course. people are making these issues into black and white issues yeah. when really a lot of these hot button issues have many, many shades of gray. Not the book. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> not 50 of them. Not 50 shades of them. <laughs> Um, but there's lots of gray. None of these things are absolute. And there was, and in fact, I was just looking on my Facebook memories. I couldn't remember what day. It was a quote I shared on one of the days of the Women's March. And the sad thing is, I'm so caught up with being sick in New York and Chinese New Year that I don't even know what day the Women's March happened. Which okay. I'm so sorry, people that are Women's March enthusiasts. I, I didn't even wear, I wasn't even aware it was going on. My head's so buried in the sand these days. We're just too busy being moms. Yeah. But there was one, it was, that was the thing that that women who were part of a pro-life group were not allowed to march. Yes. And somebody said something like, I never felt more alone when I wanted that. I, I, I don't even know who said the quote, but it was something to the effect of just, mm. I care for women and the unborn. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of how I feel. Like I care about the unborn personally. Yeah. Again, Again, not no judgments. We're, we're not yes, in judgment zone. I'm not, no judgments. I, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I I don't know what's in everybody's heart, so I would never judge. Exactly. But that's just me personally. And yeah, you're right. It's like just because I don't 100%. It's quite, and we could probably do another whole podcast on feminism. Oh, that's yeah. like my biggest problem with feminism. That one issue is the reason why I feel like I can't identify as a feminist. Even though one of my friends mm. who's very feminist says no I think you're a fe I, I think I know what issue you're talking about but I still right. think you're a feminist because you want your daughter to grow up to be what she wants Ooh, the whole identity politics thing wow we could get into that too I mean there's so many directions to go with this but I mean you see this a lot in Facebook and see on my Facebook I'm very careful to not get political very rarely do I get political my Facebook is more about what I'm up to, what my kids are up to, um, family connections, funny memes, cheering on, funny, <laughs> funny memes, cheering on my friends and family that are doing cool things, connecting with people. So I really try not to push opinions or points of view on a platform like Facebook because it's a snippet. You're not engaging in dialogue. You're just saying, here, this is my point of view. And then a bunch of strangers start and arguing then, with each exactly. other. Exactly. So, and how many people's minds are changed by something they see on Facebook? Zero. Now, listeners, if any of you have ever had your mind changed by something you read on Facebook, sure, let us know it. on Facebook, Zenial Mom Podcast. Instagram, Zenial Mom Podcast. But it, it's true. I mean, 
all of these platforms, even a news report, you're getting a snippet of someone's opinion and you have no chance to really dialogue about it in a healthy way. But chances are the people you're going to dialogue are immediately going to be like, oh, you're one of them and not not be willing to have the discussion that probably needs to have like Mm -hmm. on all these issues because all these issues are incredibly important but we can't even talk we can't even have a civil discussion because yeah you know people are so quick to label you Mm -hmm. something very derogatory yes oh well you must be this bad person because you don't believe this one tenant of this you know great philosophy that we have it's it's maddening. And the other thing is, and again, we are Xennials, but I'm probably going to have more of a Gen X hat on when I okay. say this. Because, you know, you know, um, generational identity is still kind of fluid, but I'm going to identify more Gen, Gen X on this. We are sandwiched between the baby boomers and millennials. And I'm so sorry, millennials who are listening. We but a lot anyway. of you and boomers, too. I think that there's a lot of similarities, but for different reasons. Like, boomers, mm. boomers out greatly outnumber Gen X, and millennials, I think, outnumber everybody. So okay. Gen X were kind of in the middle. Right. We're the middle sibling. I'm going to pick on the millennials here. I feel like a lot of them are idealists because they're optimistic, and sure. we know that. And I know a lot of them, though, that are so passionate about what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. And then they have outrage when somebody doesn't see the world mm. through their scope. Right. And and there's a thing that to me, and I know people in the Gen X side of things, this is where we kind of think, again, generalizations. I'm not saying anyone in particular, and I know not everybody, you know, gender, uh, gender generations are fluid and of people course. are individuals. But this is why we think a lot of millennials are entitled or very... Um, they need their safe spots on campus where they don't have to be, have their own thoughts intruded upon. But can people, that's another whole, that's another whole thing. Col- college, I think from what I hear now is very different than even when oh we went. Oh gosh, yes. Um, but they don't but, like to have other ideas presented to them almost. It's like they want to get in a bubble of their own thoughts. And people cheer on the peanut gallery. Yeah. You know, I wish I had the name in front of me because my my coworker that I work with, um, he loves to watch this show, and I forget the name of the guy, and you might know this. He will go and debate things with people. He'll be he'll sit down and he'll be like, "I believe this changed my mind." I see those on Facebook. Yes, and by the end of it, now granted he's doing clips that make the most sense, but he can convince people just by using logic, sound logic facts, statistics, and their own words against them mm-hmm. to change your mind by the end of it. So he's like, no, we're, we're having an open dialogue, you know, ask me questions. This is what I believe. Change my mind on this. And they start giving him all these ideas and facts. And he's like, but no, this, well, no, this. And he can p- change people's minds just because he's a very brilliant debater. But it opens up this whole thing of why can't we engage in dialogue and be comfortable with it? Why are we so afraid to have other people question our beliefs? Are we afraid they'll be changed? I think that's a big part of it. I truly do. I feel like if you feel that confident in your opinion, you should be able to talk to somebody in a different opinion and not be threatened. Right. Also, like, 
what is wrong if your opinion changes or what's wrong with understanding where somebody comes mm, from that's a big even one. if you don't agree with them but yes. you can be like i can see where they're coming from on this right. i respectfully disagree but i see where they're coming from like we have that issue um you know like i have in the past been in one political party and i still sure. lean that way and my parents are very much in that way and I had a book of somebody from the other party sure. just to read because I want their life story, something, you know, something that happened in their life that I was interested about. And my mother was like, I'm sorry, mom, but I don't even think he listens. So you're fine. I'm going to know. Um, she was like disgusted that I had this person's book. And it's like, it doesn't make me I mean, I ascribe oh to this ideology because oh, wow. I have this book. It just means I'm somebody who read the book. And this is, this is what happens. We just go down these divergent paths. Like, you know, CNN, Fox News. CNN reports on one story one way. Fox News reports on the same story a different way. And nowhere is there, like, this central meeting ground. They have to or view it through their own how lenses. how many people... How many people check more than one news source? I do. I read CNN, I read Fox News, and I try to find one that's neutral on every single story. See, it's funny because I always thought, I always felt that, I do think CNN leans liberal, but I always mm -hmm. thought MSN was even more liberal. Yeah, I could, I haven't actually, it's not bookmarked, but I certainly could read that one as well. You know, um, I like BBC for like world news. I should definitely check that one out too. And I, um, I like NPR for like healthcare N stories. Yes. NPR is another one I need to start reading for slightly more neutral standpoint, but I do try to read. Well, I don't know if NPR sides. is necessarily overall well, neutral. We'll pretend but... that they're a little bit more neutral than the others. <laughs> but which I is feel not like if much. you get it from a variety of sources yes. overall, you'll get the big picture. You know, it's, um, yeah, like you should be able to not be threatened. I think it took me a long time because I used to get so passionate on my oh, yeah. So I understand the passion. And I used to have this us versus them mentality, but it's finally clicked that like the person who's next to me mm -hmm. can have different views. Their views aren't going to change. Just because they feel that way, it doesn't, it's not contagious. Right. If you're conservative and you're sitting next to somebody who's liberal, their liberalness isn't going to like... Right. Jump off well, and jump onto you, I, and vice versa. They're not like bed bugs. Right. I, I feel like, and maybe this is kind of how I wish people would resolve things more. If you and I are having a conversation and we have a disagreement on something, what do we do? We talk about it, we talk through it. We don't. That's because you're a double Virgo. I'm a double Taurus, and I'm a double, I'm a double Virgo, and we right. analyze we everything. We analyze everything, right. But, but it works for us right. in our friendship. But, like, today, when I was having a conversation with my friend about, you know, he leaned a different direction than I did on one issue, I tried to empathize with his point of view, analyze it, talk to him about why he felt that way, and then he would talk to me about why I felt this way, and we would go back and forth on it. And I tried to understand his point of view, and he tried to understand mine. And that's why it worked, and it was a nice dialogue. Did we change each other's minds? No, but we understood the other's point of view a little bit better. Okay, I when I was making my point, and I never, I didn't fully illustrate, <laughs> when I was picking on the millennials, sorry millennials, but a lot of them, you know, they're so passionate, which I understand the passion, but then there are people that 
you know, they're so passionate about what they think the absolute more superior, like, mm. morality is. Mm-hmm. But who, one thing, I and I think about people who are like that, that are just their way or the highway. Like, I believe this. And anyone who doesn't, you're just, how could you not care? And and usually it's extre- pretty extreme. But part of me sits here and thinks, like, where are you to decide what the ultimate 100% right. morality is? Though, even if there is a 100% morality, nobody's going to, even regardless mm-hmm. of what your value system is, nobody's going to be 100%. Yeah. And I was thinking about, the, as you know, I was driving back from New York when you and I had decided we were talking about this. So I was thinking about this topic. It's like, let's say you have two friends. Mm-hmm. And one's very devoutly Christian. Sure. And you have one who's not. And her belief system, I'm saying her just because I don't know you. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with women. Sure. Let's say the friend that's not a Christian, though I think you can be Christian and like pornography, but let's say this person isn't necessarily, isn't very invested in the Christian morality, okay. whether they're Christian or not. Okay. And they want, they want to watch pornography. Okay. And then, you know, you might have the friend who's very Christian and thinks pornography is sinful. Is offended Each by of it, them, yeah. that person who's very religious mm-hmm. Their morality says it's sinful. Sure. And they're living their highest level of their morality. Mm-hmm. So they're going to say to their friend, like, oh, that's wrong. But then you have your friend that doesn't ascribe to the Christian morality. And to them, right. it's like, no, we're human beings. We're this, sexual exactly. beings. And this is right. aiding in my, you know, so, so who's, who's right? And yeah. they're nobody. It's nobody and everybody. We're just so caught up on this. You, you've got to understand that every one of us, and this was big in my therapy um, master's program that I was working on, we need to understand that all of us have a worldview that has come to us through our families, through our influences, so many through our different teachers, areas. through our religion or our non-religion. And so we view the world through this you know, television screen frame of all of these uh, compilations of thoughts and feelings and values that have been collected by us over our entire lives. No person is exactly the same in how you view things. You can even be with another, in your example, you can even have two Christians sitting next to each other in the same church, in the same um, you know denomination. And, and have different conclusions. They're going to think differently about different. pornography. <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen. So everyone is different there is no absolutes when it comes to things like morality now obviously if you kill someone yeah i think that's that's pretty much across the board my own personal and i might get flack about this my own personal view on a lot of this stuff is to be very much in the mindset of not legislating morality as long as like it my sphere here so I'm in my own little sphere. As long I'm like as, raising my hand because I, I have a point. I have a point. As long as you're not affecting anything in my sphere, so as you're not stealing from me, you're not hurting me, you're not committing murder on me, as long as you don't interfere with my right to live my life, okay, fine. I'm not saying you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's not what I would choose. Okay, so you say you can't legislate morality, but there's yeah. no way you cannot legislate morality. Cause Depends on what it is. Let's take the, okay, HAPA initiative. Okay, let's go. 
let's take the abortion issue. Sure. People that don't want abortion, that want abortion illegal. Right. People say, oh, you're legislating your morality. Mm-hmm. But the people who their morality says that abortion's okay and the laws are being passed that way, mm-hmm. it's still getting legislated still either getting way. Legislated. I don't want any rules affecting it either way, which is kind how of how do you How do you do I that, know, though? Because we've already started that process. Think yeah, about something else hole. that we don't legislate. But, but you get the point, though, is no matter what, no matter what your ruling is on that topic, right. it's based on morals. Well, think about this. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's a law about this. Think about... Um, it probably um, is. There's laws on I'm everything. Thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Um, male circumcision, right? Is there yeah. a law that says yes or no on it? I know for a while Massachusetts was looking to ban it. Right. Now, female circumcision, obviously, totally different. Yeah, because you're taking away a woman's chance to have sexual yes. pleasure. And... But there is no yes or no on... Now, there might be in like... Turtlenecks the... are crude <laughs> I mean, there there might be something in the medical, you know, like hygiene. And... Yeah, there might be something in the medical. Code I don't know. About Brian's it, but... Brian's whole thing is he said oh, it no. doesn't matter, but all the ones in the family have to match. <laughs> That's hilarious. And apparently, he and his brother didn't match, and I was in the room when that conversation oh, somehow no, came alive. Carrie, poor thing. Because I didn't have a strong. We didn't have a boy. Obviously, we have a daughter. Right. And I, I one time. Like, I said, well, what's your thought on that? He's like, well, the, if we have a son, he has to match me. I'm not going to say which way. Yeah, but... right, right, right. That's hilarious. <laughs> that, that was Brian's big thing. They just have to match. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. It it makes sense in some ways, but we won't get into but that you're right. Now. Like, some people say that it's mutilation and abuse. Right. Where other people say, but it's more hygienic. So, right now, we don't have a yes or a no law on that. So... It's a free-for-all. I know. I don't know. I don't think Massachusetts passed it, but I remember I was saying it. This was a long time ago because I still worked in the ER, and I was sitting in the break room where they were talking about that. And mm-hmm. I just remember one of the nurse nurses' aides, this guy, he's like, there's going to be a lot of turtlenecks in Massachusetts. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> we shouldn't well, be laughing about Maybe this. we should be putting a disclaimer on this episode. <laughs> That's okay. There'll have, We're to, being be that, they'll have to be that E. Okay. Yeah, we probably should if there's a way to mark that. Because oh, no. If people are listening, if moms are listening with their kids around, we don't want them to say, Mom, <laughs> what's that C word? Hey, it's okay. Moms can explain that in a way that doesn't what matter. What do you mean a turtle? <laughs> we're, we're not being specific enough. I think we're safe. Oh, we're so sorry. If your kid <laughs> asks you awkward nowhere. questions. Oh, sorry. I, think the, I, I don't know. Nowhere. I still think yeah. Generation Alpha. My daughter's on her, I will be on her tablet. Yeah. I'll have to pry that out of her hand. So hopefully they're not listening. Hopefully they're watching Disney Junior. So what do you think we should do about this, Carrie? What what would be your... (laughs) Wait, you mean all of humanity having civil conversations rests on us? Yes, it rests on us right at this very moment. I don't know. I think people's (laughs) just got to stop being so quick to judge people or so quick to jump on people who have a differing opinion just calm down and let people explain themselves and well you know not everybody has to see everything through the same lens that you do and and don't you don't have to jump down the throats of somebody who has a different viewpoint in fact maybe listen maybe you know maybe maybe your opinion will expand oh 
hey, maybe your opinion will change. Why are we so afraid of mm -hmm. having our minds expand and our opinions change? We're fluid beings. Yeah. We're always evolving. Exactly. We shouldn't have the same mindset on every topic that we've had for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Something's wrong with you if you're that stagnant. And I, this comes around, your, to your point, um, comes around to something I was discussing earlier with my friend, which is, as a society, we've lost a lot of empathy for one another. Oh, I 100% agree on that. You see it, and it comes from the top down, just like things do in any company. When you have divisive politics at the forefront of what we are as a country, it's going to trickle down to everything else in society. Mm -hmm. And I really think we need to, as a society, step back and be more loving, more empathetic, and more understanding towards one another. Did I, I just solve it? I think people need to listen to you. <laughs> I think I should be the omnipotent, benevolent dictator for the day and make everyone more empathetic. How would that Queen be? Queen Amy the Queen first. Queen Amy. No, no. Empress Amy <laughs> of the world. The first. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with that power, Carrie. That's a little scary sounding to me. I've been watching The Crown on Netflix. Oh, no. I watched that, and I watched The Circle. Has any of, If any of our listeners have watched either of those shows, let us know what you think. I need to... Oh, my goodness. Yawn. Yeah, my throat's getting scratchy, so this might be a We're good... We're going to make it a quick episode. That's we okay. should probably cut to Scott Holmes. Oh, but Scotty. Scott, we... Scotty. Okay, I think we can all agree on... Scott, you need to up, you need to give us something. Update your Instagram. Come on, throw Scott. your bands a bone here. Yes, please. <laughs> if anyone thinks Scott Holmes needs to comment on his Instagram, <laughs> we're so gonna be Scott Holmes harassers. He's gonna be like, "Who are these crazy?" No, we're fans. Me? We are fans. <laughs> Hopefully, he likes us when he comes to realize that we use him. You'll on know we made it when we have Scott Holmes as our guest. When we yeah, start I, having that guests, that would be fun. As a musician, I would enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> so. How about all of our listeners try a little more civility and empathy this week, and um, we'll and, try and do the same. And wish everybody a happy Chinese New happy Year and Year Chinese of the Rat. Year of the Rat. That's awesome. All right. We'll see you all next week. <laughs>